Okay, hello and shalom, Bishop, as we continue our lesson. So right now we're at study two, Luke one twenty six through 38. That's Luke one twenty six through 38. Luke one twenty Y'all are having a good day. Let me check this out again. Sorry for the delay. I'm drinking my coffee, chilling. 126. All right, so here we go. 126 to 138. Now, in the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent to God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, or Miriam, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled, I imagine, at his sight, and considered that manner of greeting that was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over uh, hold on, I'm sure it's still work yet. He will reign over uh, the house of Jacob forever, and the kingdom there will be of no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who was born, who, who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, is now in the sixth month, in her, uh, for her, who was called barren. For the Lord, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Okay, so that's our section right there. Now, let's go to the questions. How many features of the person and mission of the promised child can be dis discerned in the words of the angel? Make a list of them. Okay, so it's 31, 31, 33, and 35. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> of course, all it's going to be, she's going to have a son. That would be the first title. And the name Jesus, which is, of course is the name, uh, he will be great. There's another one right there. And he will be called the son of the highest. Wow, what an honor. The son of the highest would be the one most like God, his own son. Uh, and, uh, uh, and the Lord will give him his throne of his father David, as we know the messianic prophecies within the Tanakh say that there will be a king that will arise from, the, uh, from David. And that's the angel is verifying his that he will be upon the throne of his father David, not meaning that David is his father, but his spiritual lineage is what he's going to be. 
is going to be a king in that order. And he will reign over the house of Jacob. Now, interesting, Bishop, it says the house of Jacob forever, but not the house of Israel. I just noticed that anyway. So he will be a king over Israel, basically, there. In his kingdom, there will be no end. In other words, his, this, end, this kingdom's never going to end. We know all the great kings of, uh, of Israel, they came to an end. Solomon, David, we can go on and on and on, Hezekiah. But they came to an end. But it's saying that this man's, or this, this, this special child, his kingdom will never end. So we see there that that's the different titles that he is giving in there. Uh, talk about the, uh, you know, he will be conceived when the Holy Spirit comes upon Mary. So right there, the title, he is also going to be the son of the Most High God. So that's, that's the titles. That's some of the titles that are given to him um, right there. Contrast Mary's reception of the angel's message with that of Zechariah. Uh, why did Mary's response, what did Mary's response involve? Are you prepared similarly to ask the Lord to fulfill his word in you? All right, so... Zechariah, when he was told, he was in awe, and he had fear, and unfortunately, he had doubt. Let me sip some coffee here. Zechariah had doubt and fear, and he questioned when he was told what was going to happen. His words were, but Lord, you know I'm an old man and my wife is barren. You know, he gave an excuse and when he did that, that's the reason why he was uh, muted, because of his doubt and because of his uh, fear. When Miriam, Mary heard the news, she received it. She did ask a question. She said, how can this be since I don't, you know, I have not known a man. But she says at the end, she says, let it be. Let, let, you know, I'm going in my words here. But Lord, whatever your will is, let it be done through me. She did not doubt. She did not laugh. She received the instruction of the Lord within her heart. And when she received that instruction, the Lord found grace and he, he fulfilled the plan. And he fulfilled the plan within Zechariah, but it cost him his voice for a while. And uh, But Mary actually received. How is it with me? Okay, you want me to get personal within these instructions? Let me tell you some of these things. The Lord has told me many powerful things throughout my life. But because of uh, uh, fear, much doubt, because I am a skeptic at a lot of times, and because I just don't accept things at, I don't know, I, I have a problem sometimes receiving things. But I've noticed that a lot of results within my life of negative things that have happened have been a result of bad and poor choices within my life. In other words, uh, for instance, uh, trying to make things happen on my own when the Lord has told me something, you know, I try to go around the back way or I try to run. I try to do something other than what he tells me to do. So within my life, when I receive the word of the Lord, and I have at times, and God has truly blessed me, but I've also been told things from the Lord, and I either want to use my own knowledge or my own ego to do things without waiting on him. So I, too, have been in the place of Zechariah where I have doubted the Lord has told me something and I didn't really receive it and things went the other way for me. It wasn't a devil. It was myself. And then I've had times also when the Lord has told me to do something and, you know, 
things happen positively for. And, and now that's not always the key. Sometimes you can do the right things and bad things still happen. So I'm not saying that that is the key. That is what, you know, the key to this. You can still do good and bad things can happen. And that's just the price we have to pay. And I think that's where I am at now. I think this journey that we have been on, Bishop, through, you know, Hebrew roots, through Judaism. I mean, I have converted Judaism. I am a born Jew, but I also halakhically converted to Orthodox Judaism, as my wife is converted to. But at the same time, I hear the Master's voice calling, calling, calling. And, and Bishop, I can only tell you that within deep in my soul, that Orthodox calling is there. And that's Orthodox Christianity, not Orthodox Judaism. So I really feel that this is the Lord calling out and you know and and I really feel like this is my time to step into that and I'm going to take him at his word and I'm you know there's a lot of things coming against us with it but I'm going to hold firm so this is an example now of what I'm doing is to see God's word come forth in my life. So I have been on both ends. I've been through rejection and faith and laughing at God and I've been to the point sometimes when I say God you're true I accept and receive this and uh, so that's how I can tie those two things within my personal life of both characters there is within that. When the Lord has told me to do something, I've either rejected it and uh, or I've accepted it. So I hope this was a bit more personal. This is the next lesson, too. So thank you. And I'm going to do the next one in a second.